This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Fireside Friday Part Duh. As we continue on with the fireplace in the background. More traditional Fireside Friday here, though. Last episode we did was our season-long prognostications. Give that a listen. We both have the same Super Bowl. Eagles over Bengals. Same Super Bowl matchup and same Super Bowl winner. If you want to fill out the rest of the playoff picture and the division shakedown, though, give our second episode today a listen. In this episode, though, we're going to look through all of the action in Week 1, highlight some important games, and talk about the games within the Steelers division, of course. But we start with Lions-Chiefs last night. Low score, lower scoring game than I think a lot of people expected, yeah. even with Kelsey eventually being ruled out. Um, I you thought just don't see Chris Jones Kansas being City. out was going to let the Lions run all over mm-hmm. them, first of all. That was not the case. And then I, I thought that, you know, Mahomes is Mahomes, so it doesn't matter that Kelsey's right. out. You thought even with Kelsey out, you've seen, even though he hasn't missed a game since, what, 2013? It's been, what, 10 years that he hasn't missed a game? It doesn't, like, you still would never predict that they would score that few points. Even without Kelsey... I think my MVP and my hats off for this game has to go to the Detroit defense. I mean, uh, second quarter was shaky. They let up right. 14 points. Cam Sutton had that uh, pass interference on a deep ball that led to a touchdown. Which, by the way, that was a terrible play by Cam Sutton. That right. ball was yeah. so under. People right. were like, I like how people were no, saying. it was overthrown, right? I think it was a little under. Oh. But people were saying, oh, what a weak pass interference call. Because he did. It was a little, you know, he just got there and he didn't, like, tackle him. He was just kind of riding his back. Mm-hmm. Um. People are ignoring the fact that if Sutton would have just turned his head and undercut the ball, he wouldn't have even had to run into the defender, and he probably would have picked it off. At the very least, would have broken it up. So mm-hmm. just a terrible, terrible play from Sutton. Um, not saying I'm glad that he's gone, but if he's going to make plays like that, I'd rather him not be in Yeah, I don't. I mean, I think like a guy like Ham Sutton will make a play like that once in a blue moon, right? But I think you saw him and C.J. Garner-Johnson really – play well together as the game went on. C.J. Gardner-Johnson also, remember, had that should have had that one interception right before what was it? Uh, was it before the end of the third quarter? So he had had a pass go right through his hands. Oh, C.J. Yeah. Garner-Johnson. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. Um, so, I, I, you have a couple gaffes from the Lions defense. He did not show up on the stat sheet as far as sacks were concerned. Aiden Hutchinson was impossible for them to block unless the right tackle would get a false start every single time, which, by the way, what the hell was up with that? He was jumping early every time. Every time. He was lined up a couple inches off the line of scrimmage a couple of times. I mean, that's an unfair advantage. Uh, I know Aiden Hutchinson has all pro potential, and he still made his presence known despite I mean, that. And so did NBC by showing us his parents every Every single every time single they did play. something good. If Detroit's good, that's you're going to see more and more of that because he's a hometown hero. Like he's, mm-hmm. he'll be the leader of that defense that leads Detroit into the promised land. But he's a monster. I mean, he was a, a pain in the ass all night long up front, despite the cheating that the Chiefs were doing, and it, mm-hmm. it was cheating. Like he was leaving right, early right. every time. Uh, I love people defend him. He did that all the time in Jacksonville. He's just great at timing the snap. I'm watching it in slow motion. The ball has not moved yet, and he is moving backwards. I know it's a millisecond before, but. That's early. Early's early. And yeah, no matter what. They didn't call it until very late into the football game when they finally called it, but it was so blatant on that one that it would have been incredibly hard to ignore. But I look at the Chiefs only scoring 20 points, six total in the second half. They didn't score in the first quarter at all. 
you don't ever see that with Kansas City. And a couple of plays before David Montgomery, or a couple of drives for the Chiefs before Montgomery scored um, the touchdown that eventually was the go-ahead and mm-hmm. the, the game winner, I'm sitting there and Mahomes gets the ball back, and I'm saying, this is where he buries you. Like, this, you can't punt the ball back to him when he already has a lead. He's going to bury you. They held him to a field goal. Lo and behold, it happens again. I'm thinking, oh, okay, there's no way he doesn't bury you with a touchdown here. You're just flirting with disaster right now while you're not scoring to keep pace. They hold him to another field goal. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of these receivers back were, back, right? were shooting themselves in the foot, of course, of course. But holding that offense to field goals so you can kind of weather that storm and then have your offense finally break through and get that last touchdown, you haven't seen that from teams like the Niners defensively against the Chiefs in the past. So much kudos go to that uh, Detroit Lions led de- that down, Detroit yeah. Lions defense in that second half of that game. But to be fair too, like wasn't Kansas City having some going back to Hutchinson having some weird formations on the offensive line like the right tackle was was lining up like a well, whole that's the other thing. yard and a half behind the line of scrimmage. There was a little bit of too cute going on yeah. with Kansas City. That that's not one of those examples cuz he was lined up back like that. But, you know, some of the play calling, the third and short late in the game where you, you don't have the ball in Patrick Mahomes' mm-hmm. hands, that's asinine. And the fourth and 25 call, you have Mahomes, I get it, uh, but, like, you got you to gotta punt and live to fight another day there. I, very unchiefs-like decisions being made in a game right. like that yesterday where I think a lot of people thought without Kelsey, without Jones, they'd still win because of Mahomes, of course, and then also because, you know, Reed and that system is so dialed in that you can afford to miss a couple of big players, Kelsey on offense, and, and not really miss a stride, and that did not prove to be the case. They they missed Kelsey immensely in that game. Absolutely. I, I mean, mean, you know, Kelsey averages, what, like 15 targets a game, 10 catches a game, and 100-some yards a game. You take all that away. What are you left with? You're left with Sky Moore and Kadarius Tony and Marquez Valdez Mark, and the backup tight end who didn't play Gray, terribly. No, Gray, he was, he, I think he was their better option. Yeah, out there but also the too talk about getting cute. I mean, Isaiah. They drafted uh, Clyde Edwards-Helaire in the first round a couple seasons ago. He clearly wasn't the guy. They br- they drafted Isaiah Pacheco, Pacheco last year, and he was their guy for <sighs> the last what half, second half of that Started season. Started the Super Bowl, right? So, and then they, they, they're putting out Edwards Solaire more than they are Pacheco. It's bizarre for sure. I don't think it lasts. I think they straighten things yeah, out pretty quickly. I think, what, I think what Kansas City always does is they say, no one can contain this offense, so let's try something new again in the, in the start of the season. See if it sticks. If it doesn't, we'll go back to what we do best, which is just Mahomes making Mahomesian magic, everyone running normal routes, or running around until Mahomes can get you open, shut a tackler, and then get you the ball. Now, I think they had to move on from Tyreek Hill in order to pay Patrick Mahomes. Right. That writing was kind of on the wall. Someone brought up actually a really good point, too, about that. Like, they should have just traded. If they're not going to fork up the money to pay Chris Jones, they should have traded him in the offseason like they did with Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. They were not going to pay Tyreek Hill, so they traded him and got what they could for him. If they're very stubborn on paying their best defensive player, their key to their defense, then just trade him. Get what you can for him. Because if you're not going to pay him, who the hell are you going to pay mm-hmm. defensively, I mean? I mean, he's your Mahomes on the defensive side of the ball. Like, if you had to pay just two players, I would think they would pick Mahomes and then they would pick Jones. Mm-hmm. Then Kelsey probably is that third guy there. But, you know, I, it's bizarre to me that they held on to Jones and are now refusing to pay him. Like, if you if you thought he you could live without him, which you do right now because you're not paying him, trade him and get assets for him. And what was so weird to me, too, was that they were showing Chris Jones in a he's box. He's at the game. Thing. 
I don't get. So you're saying, you know what? We're not going to pay you, but hey, have these really great box seats. If, like, they said on the broadcast he has not talked to the Chiefs front office in a week and a half. He has not had communication. So I don't know if he got tickets through them. I mean, you know, these or guys, someone he's got else. Plugs yeah, in that right. organization. He's Chris Jones, right. for God's sake. But I love how everybody was like. Some people on Twitter were like, oh, it's very nice of the Chiefs to allow him to be there so that he could see the banner being raised. Like, he's a free person. He could go wherever the hell he wants. Right. It's not like the Chiefs can keep him out of the damn stadium. Well, like, that's one th- I think I saw people, that's the one thing they could have done is say you're not allowed to come as a fan. I How th- petty would that have looked? Oh, I mean, I it would have completely destroyed. That's a PR nightmare. That would have completely destroyed the chances of them getting a contract not done. Not just that. My, if I was a fan of the Chiefs, I'd be very disappointed in my yeah. organization. That's a Super Bowl champion. Right. One of the. Uh, D tackle, uh, right. Runner up last year defensive player of the year I think one of them yeah Yeah. one of the finalists yeah uh, that's a guy that you absolutely cherish as one of your franchise cornerstones not someone that you cast out Mm -hmm. like they they would have if they did say that to him and that he couldn't go um back to that offensive side of things sure with the receivers dropping the passes uh, what do you really expect though when you go with a bunch of New York Giants rejects (laughs) a Packers reject right and Sky Moore a guy who Sky is Moore a who, high-ish draft pick, but no one that was like picked and people said, ah, he's right. receiver number one. And he came in that draft class where George loaded. Pickens came, and and I know the Lions wasted a pick on Jamison Williams, but still, there was Drake London wasted and, a pick and Chris Olave. TBD on that. Well, I mean, he's suspended, he's suspended for, for six the games. Gambling yeah, thing, but but Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, offensive rookie of the year last year, all these guys. Even I mean we we were we were bashing the Packers last year for waiting as long as they did and they took to get Watson, Christian Watson and then he turned out to be good. He seems pretty good. Yeah. Sky Moore, I mean, you, you you didn't need a receiver because you had Kelsey right at the time. See, I think I, you do need a receiver though. Well, at the now, right now it's Juju, apparent. I guess, yeah, back then, too. right they now they used Juju last one. night. As ironic as that is, right. But my point is like. I understand that you think you have the quarterback that can just make scraps great. Mm-hmm. But didn't you kind of see what happened in Green Bay when they went with that route? And and Green Bay wasn't even as bad as you are right now at the receivers. Mm-hmm. They always had, you know, a, a Greg Jennings, uh, a Jordy Nelson a transition to a Devontae. Sure, Adams. yeah, right. Like they've always kind of had the guy, guys. the guy, yeah. Um, they just hadn't really filled out around Rodgers that crawled. That didn't was matter. Up Rodgers' it backside didn't his whole career. Didn't matter. It's not going to matter for the Chiefs this year. They're still going to make the playoffs. They're still going to win the division because Kelsey's supposed to come back by week two, but right? It might be your undoing. Come Bengals, yeah, right. Bengals rolling to Arrowhead Stadium because you don't the have Bengals, the playmakers. Where the to Bengals go up have them. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler, Tyler Boyd, Boyd, Joe Mixon. You don't have the guys that can match up with that and score the points that they are. I mean, if if Tony doesn't drop the passes that he does last night, they win the game because one of them was the tip was drill the that Brian six, Branch right. took to the house. Brian Branch, someone that the Steelers were looking at with that number thirty-two he overall pretty good pick. in the nickel yeah. spot last night. And although he got, he, he got hurt, but I think I heard that it's not a serious injury. Yeah, it's not a serious, so we won't miss extended time. But he'll he might miss a week or Those a couple. Bama of boys. In the secondary. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've said this all the time, they have Tom. a knack for the Bama, theatric. Georgia, maybe even Michigan, Ohio State. You take those blue blood schools. You're getting a good guy. You don't take the quarterback. You maybe, you know, waver well, on an offensive lineman every now and unless again. Unless the quarterback's like Tua or Jalen. Yeah. I mean, they look good. But, I mean, you can look at Ohio State's quarterbacks, Justin Fields. We'll see what happens I mean, with um, – CJ Stroud this year for sure. Right. Uh, but but you take you take all the position players. I take a linebacker. You take a all the D backs. You take all the defensive linemen. You take all the linebackers, and that's guaranteed. Uh, look at the guaranteed players on the, to be a, a guy starting. I mean, look at the team. players on the Steelers roster from those schools. Ken right. Hayward's Ohio State. Back in the day, Shazier from Ohio State. Right. Minka's from Alabama. Pickens I mean, from Georgia. Darnell Washington 
Georgia. Those two we still don't know. Yeah, right. Well, Pickens for sure. You're going to get a player when you draft from football. Minka from Alabama. Yeah. So Brian Branch, that one-handed tip drill pick Mm. to the house. I mean, those are what those Bama boys do. And Saban's been getting them ready for the NFL since the second they they, walk. And the thing is, who they play NFL guys when they're. 18, 19 years yeah, old. Oh yeah, the SEC. I mean, it's the it is the AAA version mm-hmm. of the NFL. And the Big Ten, to a degree, too, when you're playing like Ohio State, Michigan kind yeah, of football. Yeah, but then you play like the Northwesterns. Right, They played Ohio State tough. In, in they did. In the old Hoosiers. There wasn't bad. Big rivalry game this week, too. Friday Tonight, Friday night, right? the Sycamores come to town. Yeah, our head coach, Tom Allen, hates it. That you're hates. playing Indiana State? Hates hates a Friday night game. Oh, okay. I was going to say you should play Indiana State. No, That's hates fun. a Friday night game. Which uh, I did too. It, it, it's, it's stupid. He's going to hate it even more when Indiana State beats Yeah, okay, him. right. Uh, Indiana um, State, I believe. Is, is Larry Bird playing for them? No, but you know who else went there? Tunch. I, Tunch, okay. Did you know that Tunch's first wife was one of the cheerleaders on the Sports Illustrated cover with Larry Bird? I had no yeah, idea. Yeah, Labs told me that That's one That's an awesome, Isn't that amazing? awesome His story. His first wife was one of those cheerleaders. That awesome story. Larry Bird. It's amazing. Yeah. And they shout went to out, school around the same time. Shout Bird out to Tunch. Tunch. I mean, when I when I first came here to iHeart and I was working on uh, his show with Wolf, I t- they were asked, like, what's your background? I go, I went to Indiana. And, and Tunch, Tunch like, immediately, oh, immediately no. he was like, all right, all right. All no, right, I mean, yeah. yeah, that's great. Uh, yeah, I mean. Miss Touch every day. One yeah, of, of course. One of the best guys to work with, for sure, and, and a great steal. But I, I appreciate you giving a little Indiana football shout-out there. Of course, Jacob. I know my partner. Come on. I'm, I'm better than that. Um, yeah, because we don't really talk about pit football too often on the show, no, do never. we? Of course not. I mean, there's not a quarterback for the Steelers that ended up playing there and winning <laughs> them an ACC championship game or anything like that. All right, so do you have any more thoughts on Lions, Chiefs? I think we pretty much covered it. No, I mean, big, I big think— Big win for the Lions. Oh, I have one more thing. Does it? Yeah, 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 yeah. This was the first time a team from the NFC has gone into Arrowhead Stadium and beat Mahomes in the regular. And, wow, well, I guess you could say ever because the only other times he uh, lost you to know the what? Rams. It could happen again later this season because on Monday Night Football, like halfway through, Eagles Chiefs in Arrowhead. He'll probably beat the Eagles in that game. You think so? Because Kelsey will be back. But oh. his only losses, the Rams and the Seahawks came into Arrowhead in 2018 and beat him that year. And then other than that, or wait, no. Those were his only other losses to an NFC team. I they was going to say because you just said in, in era. They were in Seattle and LA. So he's eighteen and three against the NFC as far as the regular season is concerned. Mm-hmm. Those two losses were in LA, in Seattle. Last night, the first time an NFC team came into Arrowhead, came into his house and beat wow. him. You, I mean, know, the, you know he hasn't lost a game on the road against, against the AFC, AFC West. West. Teams, yeah, right? we do know that, and I think he's still also undefeated against the Broncos, home and away. I believe that's right. I think the Raiders got him once, and, and I know Chargers, that Herbert, yeah. like in Herbert's first game, I think he beat right. the Chiefs um, in Kansas City. Though mm-hmm. they don't ever. How is that possible? Like, that's know. so weird. I don't know. It's weird. The NFC thing's weird too. That yeah. he's eighteen and three. Against I mean, he, it's not like he's going up against scrubs in the NFC either. No, but who would have had? Like, who like, had it's the, not like the NFC has been this, not this bad. I don't want to say like this bad, but it's been this lopsided with. Only a couple teams at the top, and everyone else. Like, who would have had the Lions though? Being that first team right, to roll an arrowhead awesome. from that. So like, it just it, it does so much more for the Lions hype train. Yeah, so that's and why I feel I, so much better about you know the Lions being that number three overall seed in the NFC. Anybody putting that asterisk next to the Lions because of the Chiefs missing people? You still had Mahomes, and you still had to go into Arrowhead, and you are literally like the Pittsburgh Pirates of the NFL. Like you are a perennial loser. Um, not only do you get a win out of the gate, their first win I saw in week one since 2017, but 
you dethrone the defending Super Bowl right. champions in their house. That just gives you so and much you confidence. You know what's even cooler about that? The last team to go on the road and beat the defending Super Bowl champions. Did they go on and win the Super was Bowl? The Chi- no, was the Chiefs against the Patriots. Mm. And if you remember, Kareem, it was Kareem Hunt. Was that the year after the Chiefs lost in the AFC Championship game? No, 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 no. This is way back. This is 2015. Oh, Kareem Mahomes. This is NFL, across the NFL. The last team to go into the defending Super Bowl champions, season opener. Oh, wait. No, because no, it was uh, Buffalo last year. So other than Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo smoked yeah. the Rams last other year. Than Buffalo, What's the matter with before you? Before that, it was Kansas City going into okay, New so England. So, other than. Okay, 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 okay. Other than two years back-to-back. You usually it's, you just don't see it that often is what I'm saying. So you had it back-to-back years, but before that, it was 2015 the last time it happened. All right, week one action. Let's start with the division. Yeah, let's do it. Bengals-Browns, that's the big game in the AFC North this week. Um, Joe Barrow Our boy just became the Joe highest Barrow. paid man in the NFL. He did. $219 million mm. guaranteed. He actually deserves that guarantee as opposed to the other quarterback in this game who got a guarantee similar to that that did not do anything to deserve that. Um, Burrow's entering his fourth year, um, was hurt in his first season. Went to the Super Bowl in a second. But looked good Went in to the AFC Championship year, game you know, in his third. Before he got hurt. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's the dude's Burrow. winner. Yeah. The dude, uh, you go back to LSU, well, maybe the best team in the history of college right. football that you can have. I think on our You remember that best, semifinal game best, against Oklahoma. He won like 63-20. to 20. The like, best season by a quarterback yeah, maybe ever, and he had too. Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. Yeah. Like, it was ridiculous. It's crazy to think, you know, people... If you remember, Jamar Chase had to skip a year. He, 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 he sat out. COVID year, yeah. He sat out. Uh, um, right. He sat out at LSU and then de- uh, declared for the draft. But people were saying that he was the best receiver of that class of of him and Jefferson. And now it's pretty obvious it's Jefferson. Is it obvious? But not by like a wide mile. Is it obvious? Yeah, but it's just it's it's crazy to think like. You know, you could give him Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson. He's just going to be so good with either of them. The Browns are five and one in the past three seasons against the against Bengals. the Burrow. Since Burrow, against, since yeah, right. I know he was hurt in the rookie Bengals. season, but right. since Burrow's been introduced as their franchise quarterback, five and one against their in-state rival. Like Burrow doesn't have a team that is his daddy, but this. Might be the one. It just I mean, might like, be the bogey team. There's not. A I lot don't know of, if it's like a daddy thing, but like it's a bogey thing. Well, it's a terrible team to have be your bogey team because it's you don't division, play them once right, every four right. years. You play them twice every single year. So and those losses count the most. Yes. Um, games in Cleveland, uh, Burrow, and really the whole Bengals in general are coming off of another off season where they did not play in any preseason games. Burrow due to injury and the rest of the starters just because that's Zach Taylor's plan. I would not be surprised if the Browns win this football game in week one. Uh, and the Bengals do kind of what Cleveland, they did last right? year, dropping a game against the division foe because you didn't really take the preseason as seriously as you should have. It's in Cleveland, right? It's in Cleveland. Yeah. it's uh, You just cannot, at any point of the season, regular season, weeks one through 17, especially postseason, you can never say, even if one team is significantly better, if it's a division game, you never know. And I, and I might I might lean Cleveland. I think I'm leaning Cleveland in this game. Other division game, uh, Ravens host the Texans. That is the highest spread on the board in week Across one. All, all the week NFL one games. It's a nine and a half point spread for the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. Um, they're gonna blow the Texans out. I mean, 
Although yeah. I think we did that a lot last year too with teams like this, and then they lose to. Well, the Well, don't Dolphins you remember and... too? We would always say like the the Ravens are always the hot start team. If they don't have issues early on, but then they they run into injuries as the season goes on, and the Ravens I remember last year. I think we said like they they were playing another bad team week one, and we were like they're gonna blow them out, but they net, ended up not doing that. But then like wasn't it week two or three? Sunday Night Football against the Bengals, and they won that game when everyone was picking the Bengals to win that game. Yeah, Ravens are a team that zigs when everybody wants them to zag. Right. So I don't know I, what they're going to do this I don't week. know if they'll cover the spread. They're going to win. They're going to beat the Texans, though. Home game. They should, especially Lamar, if it's in Baltimore. Lamar's first game after the big contract, which, by the way, I think it's hilarious that Lamar Jackson made the biggest stink about being the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL. And now there's two players that are higher paid than right, Herbert right. and Burrow From that before time, he even played yeah, right. a snap as the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL. It just goes to show how dumb... That, that mindset whole mindset is, is. Right. yeah. So, oh, great, Lamar, you're number one. Well, actually, when the season starts, you're number three, mm-hmm. between behind Herbert and behind Burrow. And to, uh, we've talked about this. You know, you were the of the opinion where this contract is going to motivate him to play up to that pay level, right, and maybe protect himself a little bit better. And I kind of disagree. I think it's. I think it's one of those things that I'm not going to say like he'll, he'll just quit on football, but it's not going to be any indication that he'll 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 perform up to that level. He'll stay healthy. I just I just don't I I, I, I can't get behind Baltimore guaranteeing him all that money when each of the last two years he hasn't been there for him. There's one Super Bowl rematch. I, I'm sorry. Before we moved on, like we talked about in a previous episode today, Denver. Investing so much money in Russ and then Sean Payton. To me, I mean, Denver Denver's going to go down as this era, right, of, of the early 2020s, mm-hmm. just bungling it so hard with Russ and, and all of the draft picks they, they, they gave away to, give him, to get him. But we might look back at this Lamar Jackson contract one day and say, what were the Ravens thinking giving yeah, that guy who was so injury-prone and never played a full season ever again, giving him all of that money. Yep, it's a risk, for sure, for the Ravens, but they could also reap Yeah, they could easily pay off of it, for sure. Healthy. There's one Super Bowl rematch on the schedule this week. They've met in the Super Bowl twice, too. Can you name it in the next five seconds? I, five, no. four, three, two, Dallas one. No, they're Sin- playing the Giants. Nope. Patriots and Eagles. Cool. Yep, Eagles-Patriots. Eagles go to New England. They're four-point favorite in that game. Uh, I expect the Eagles to take care of business against the Patriots. Even so. if it's in, you said it's in. It's in New England, but I still Belichick. Think, I just don't think I, Belichick's worth his weight in gold still. Mm-hmm. But that that Patriots team Eagles. is so bad, it's and the that Eagles. Patriots team is so bad. Um, now, are you at all, you know, a little bit curious about what, Mister? Never mind. I totally forgot. I thought DeAndre Hopkins for a second. Oh, I was mind blank because I know he was going to the Patriots. They thought they brought in a wide receiver. Juju. It was Juju who they right, brought in. Right. Are you not concerned at all about Juju stepping up no. the Super Bowl champion? <laughs> well, I actually saw a Super report Bowl out of England that funny. they're worried about his knee. They think his knee could blow out. Yeah, they were second. saying it's like any second. Like, it's been that bad. It, it has not improved. I can't believe I just thought Juju was, was DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins. That's such an insult. Uh, but 2019, when the Steelers were dealing with injuries with Ben, if you remember, uh, Juju at the time was their wide receiver number one because AB was out. Mm-hmm. James Conner was running back number one, and he was dealing with injuries. That that year was such a bad year for the Steelers and injuries, but it's been since that year, 2019, he has not recovered since. And it's kind of a shame because he's still very young. He's like, what, 25 years old now? 
He was, at the time, if you remember his rookie year, the youngest player in the NFL who was starting. And now he's, he's what, like five years, six years older? So he's like 26-ish now? And he's not. And he might, health, he might yeah. be out of the league soon. Yeah. Um, got a Super Bowl champion, though. Got and a ring, yeah. You can never take that ring away from him. All right. Looking at these games, try to isolate, you know, the best game of the week, our game of the week. Outside of Steelers Niners. Okay, because I was going to say it. We always avoid the Steelers game for that pick, but it might be Steelers Niners mm-hmm. as far as game of the week is concerned. Um, Browns Bengals is a good it's one. Is up there for, for sure. sure. Um, the one that I have circled, though, is the Monday night game Bills Jets. Yeah. Rogers' first game in the Jets right. uniform. It's a home game for him, and he's facing off against the team that has dominated that division for two straight years now. So, you know, it's Rogers comes in. Are the Jets for real? Can they beat the Bills? Well, we'll find out right away how they match up against the Bills. So mm-hmm. I don't think I'm splitting the atom by picking that game. There's not a lot of sexy on the board in week one, right. to be honest with you. There's some division matchups. There's some. There's like Raiders, Broncos. But like they both suck. Yeah. Like, I don't want to watch But you don't know, them. like Russ's first game. Uh, Chargers, Dolphins is interesting. That's a pretty yeah. good win, uh, that game. That might in be the a pick for me slate. in the triple play. It might be. It might be. See uh, our Giants, Cowboys. Yeah, rivalry. rivalry. Of course, that game is going to be on national TV. Also. Yeah, but uh, you know what? I deserve it. This also, they both made the playoffs last right. year. Right? Can we also point out that it's is it, are they is the NFL doing the same thing that they did last year? Where, yeah, it's so weird. I don't know why they stopped do, or why they cha- made this change. Wasn't it Week One that always had the two Monday Night Football it games? Was. Now it's week and two, now it's Week Two and like Week Four. There's another oh, really? one. Like, well, the Steelers played the early Monday Night Football game. Unfortunately, it's the later one. It's eight fifteen for the Steelers next week against the. Oh, Bays. and it's seven fifteen. Panthers for and, and Saints. Saints are the seven fifteen. Yeah, that's. But it was that's so much, an undercard matchup still, to the heavyweight. It was so fight. much better when it was seven fifteen, and then one of the West Coast games at like ten fifteen, and you had football all night long. I don't know why they stepped away from that. All right, before we make our triple play picks, yeah, the puke bowl. It's the okay. worst matchup for you this week. My puke bowl, and this was not. The easiest to pick because there's like it's week one, so there's mm-hmm. intrigue on a lot of these. Teams. I've got a couple. I picked Panthers Falcons. Uh, that's where I was gonna go, but it's hard to do that because I see Bryce Young for yeah. the first time. But I still pick Panthers Falcons. Yeah, I might say Cardinals Commies. Okay, I take back Panthers Falcons because I'm interested in Bryce Young and I'm jumping on your bandwagon. Okay. I don't care about Sam Howell, and I know what Josh Dobbs is. Mm-hmm. He should be working for NASA right now. So. Right. Uh, I'm going to go Commies and Cardinals. That's the worst game. You know what's an intriguing one? Is Jags at Colts. And now for the first time, again, for the first time, no, no, I'm not saying this for a puke bowl. I'm saying for kind of like an upset. The Jags are now like. Mm, They're the team. They're the team in that division. And the Colts have always been bogeyed by the Jags. Could there be a like a crazy reversal of 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 roles here? There could where the, have been where the, where the Colts are the upset. There could have been, but Jim Irsay has sabotaged his team, and they need Jonathan Taylor to help Anthony Richardson right. out, and they do not have Jonathan mm-hmm. Taylor to help for the Anthony first four Richardson weeks out. for the first month of football because he just decided to put him on the pub right. list. Like and ugh. And before that happened, I might have drafted Jonathan Taylor in a fantasy. I think it was a good pick before them because yeah. they were going to help Richardson. Before a ton. it was it, the draft happened before. The trade talks stop. He's setting up Richardson to fail in a lot of ways right yeah. now by not having one of the better running backs in the backfield. But I thought it was a good pick because I thought it was going to get traded to like a, a Miami or a Chicago or a Buffalo or somebody that oh, really wow, needed that'd a be crazy. Back. And they would have used him to no end, right? Like but instead, Ursay just keeps him, just keeps him, you know, locked away, so can't play. Ursay's a really smart guy, 
so I'm sure he has his big reasons <laughs> to do that. I'm sure it's not some drug-induced decision no. that he made. All right, triple play time. You want to go first? You can go first. That'll be nice. Okay, uh, I'll go first. I'll one go pick, with... though. Don't pick your board here. No, you get one pick first. You think I forgot I'm how we've saying, been doing this I don't this want you to rip off long? three teams and for, steal two For however many years we've been doing this? All right, my first pick, I'm going Seattle and L.A., I'm going Seattle minus five. Like it. Laying some points against Stafford and the boys. I think boys. five is no a Cooper good, Cup for the Rams. Is a good right? No Cooper Cup. I think five is a safe number. I think they could easily win that game by at least a touchdown in Seattle. My first pick: Browns plus two. Ooh, I think the Browns are going to win that game wow. outright at home to start the season. Still think they'll finish in last. Still think the Bengals will make the playoffs and go to the Super Bowl. I think you have a repeat of what happened to the Bengals last year in Week 1. This time on the road as opposed to at home against the Steelers last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they lose to a division foe um, early on in the season. Okay, for me, I'm going Raiders plus 3.5. <sighs> on the road. On the road is tricky. Yeah, that's the one. That's. <sighs> but I like. I, we both like the Raiders more than we like the Broncos. I am also going with a road team. In my next pick, Packers plus one. I think the Packers okay. are going to beat the Bears outright. Not a huge believer in Justin Fields and the Bears. Chase Claypool stinks. I mean, stinks. stinks. Stinky. Has been a problem in, in yeah. Chicago training camp already. Mm-hmm. Um, Bears fans on Twitter like to tell us how stupid we are and how he's going to be great and how it was just a, a matter of his environment in Pittsburgh. Oh, they're going to find out. They're going to find out real quick that he just stinks. Mm-hmm. But they do have DJ Moore and maybe Justin Fields, you know, takes that next, next step forward. I still think the Packers are a better roster, though. And there is some quiet hype building around Jordan Love and satisfaction in Green Bay based on his performance. Yeah. So I'm going with Just Love. Does to he get have the, the weapons? Bakhtiari, can he do enough? Huge game for the Bears, though. I mean, right. no Rodgers anymore. Your rival's in your house. Right. They owned you forever. He finally I mean, he beat let, them. He let you know every time. But it'll be hilarious when they lose to them again uh, with the new quarterback. Uh, for my last one, I'll go with. Vikings at home minus five and a half. Yeah, they're again, s- I just think they can. They're gonna smoke the Bucks. Yeah, I don't know why that line is so low because of the Vikings, right? Like the, the the the. And it's also I week one, so. so like people. Yeah, just, you don't know. Giants plus three and a half is my last one. Okay, home underdog, Monday, Sunday night game. Um, I'm not as high on Dallas. You're saying Giants plus three and a half? Yeah. Giants plus three and a half. I like it. Yeah, I like it. They, they again, all three of my picks, I think, would not be surprised if they won outright. I know I'm taking the points in every scenario, but. Uh, yeah, all three of my underdogs, I think, you know, they could. I think the Giants should be slightly favored in this game. They went to the yeah. playoffs last year. I mean, year. at least not have, like, maybe a pick Maybe game. a pick them. Yeah. But three and a half favored on the road for the Cowboys yeah. against a rival in their state. That doesn't no. jive for me. So I'm going, <clears throat> I'm going Giants plus three <clears throat> and a half. All right, Steelers-Niners. Time for the official Can I, can I just say one thing? Yeah. One, one game that I was looking at is that plus three and a half, uh, Miami over the Chargers on the road. That was going to be my really sexy pick. I just don't know. I just don't know about Tua. That might be the best game outside of Steelers-Niners. Yeah. For sure. Um, It's definitely up You got two potential playoff teams there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, That's actually a great point. Like, well, we out, could no, come, outside of no, I'm saying we could come to Week 17, and lo and behold, what happened in this game is what is the tiebreaker. Yeah, I think it's Niners Steelers. And then it's Bills, Jets, Bills, Jets, Dolphins, Chargers. And then, yeah, that is third. All right, Niners-Steelers prediction. 
I think it's going to be maybe a little bit uglier of a game than you think. I think it's supposed to rain. It is going to rain. It's going to rain like all Stops day. Stops around the fourth quarter, though, is from what I saw. Okay. Like around 3.30-ish is when the rain's where, supposed where to Where are you getting your weather information? Apple? Bonnie Diver? Just Apple. Okay. Uh, sorry, Bonnie Diver, of course. Wait, she's traffic. Why she's would I be traffic. getting my You're weather right. from You're traffic? Right. You're right. You're right. Jacob. Sorry, Bonnie. It's, come on, man. But, uh, so, I, I think the rain holds up. You have a big fourth quarter. Steelers win 28-24. Steelers win. I'm going to go with you there. Steelers win also. I don't think it's that high scoring. With these defenses, with the rain, I, I can't imagine there's all those points left on the board. I'll go Steelers 17-13. All righty. There you have it. Hey, Steelers win. Steelers win, baby. We'll be back on Monday to, How re- confident are you to recap a Steelers win. How confident win. are you? Or Monday. Yeah, we are doing Monday next Monday, week. We'll be yeah. back Monday to do a Steelers win. Um... I'll probably say like 60%. Less confident than I was before Bosa got back. Right. But and Kittle started to seem like he was going to play. 60-40. Yeah, 60-40. That's a good 40. split yeah. for sure. If you missed any of our show today, you can download all of our episodes wherever you find your podcast and all of our family of podcasts here on SNR. I'm talking about The Drive. I'm talking about... We're all back. Steelers Blitz. Steelers Preview. In the locker room. Advanced Steelers Scout. Preview. Advanced Scout. Asked and Answered. Our show, The Steelers Standard. They're all back. Make sure you're downloading and subscribing to all of them. Steelers coverage starts at 9 a.m. on DVE for the pre-pregame show with Tim Benz and Dale Lawley. They lead you into Prezuda, Labs, and Dulac on your pregame show. And 1 o'clock kickoff with Billy, Wolf, Max, and Missy. It's back, baby. Steelers Niners, 1 o'clock on Sunday. We'll be back to break it all down next week on the Steelers Standard.